What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. Hey. Sound like a goddamn pussy to me. <laughs> Shout out to Propecia. Pro My refrigerator is full. How can I make some space? <laughs> Girl, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> she is just the worst, bro. I love her. All right, Anywho. y'all. So we're gonna skip shop. We're gonna skip um shop talk this week because we don't shop know when this talk. episode coming out. We're skipping it. Well, you want something to share? Um, let's see. This coming uh, out week after next. I mean, next week. We'll see what I got for the shop talk for the next week after next. Hey. Um, no, nah, I don't have any shop talk, but... Hopefully by the time this episode come out, I'll know what state I'm going to be living in for the rest of the year. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Alicia. I know, y'all. This is just... Y'all, Anywho, what is... well, since we're not doing shop talk, I do have an ad for us, if that's okay. Go ahead. Okay, so today's episode of OD Podcast is brought to you by Audible. You get a free audio book download in a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash odpodcast they have over 180,000 titles to choose from from your iphone android kindle or your mp3 player i don't know if you still have that but if you do we but got if an you option do, they have that thank you to everybody who has used our code we actually just had a person use it last week yeah and um yeah appreciate that um if you don't already know we do get paid every time you use that link so if yep. you don't want us to have our lights on then <laughs> don't use the link let the but girls you want us to keep on now let come the girls on use get that money. early it's free make what? a bunch of listen this is what you do make a bunch of different email addresses sign up through the link on every email address get every book you want and then boom you got a library Piriana. You know a book I want you to listen to? I want you to listen to um Actually listen to Gucci Mane autobiography. It was a good book. Okay. It was. I ain't gonna lie to you. Anyway, okay. y'all, welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. This is with episode sixty something, depending on when it come out. We out chill. Um, first of all, you know, we have one hundred and one reviews on the Yay. podcast app. Thank y'all. We didn't even pay for none of those reviews. So Period, baby. They are organic. They are from human beings. And uh yes, the the reviews is what helps people, you know, find us. It helps them decide to even click on the episode because they think, shoot, hundred and one people took the time to review it. I got to listen. So if you haven't already done so, please go on the Apple Podcast app, tap on the fifth star to rate us five stars. And if you have an extra moment, go ahead and click submit a review. Say a little razzle dazzle, show us some love. Okay, and that's on Ishala and period. <laughs> okay, Drago. <laughs> so this week I came across a meme on Instagram. You know how people just be running that gat their mouth. Meme and it said, and I quote, networking can get you indoors that degrees can't. <laughs> Read that again. Preach, preacher. What's your thoughts? Being as though I'm a, I have a degree and yes. you have you know, a network. It's so crazy. We, we are... We are literally like the total opposite. I know, but we both making moves. Yeah, so and it works. I'm ready to fight. So, you want to fight? <laughs> so, here's the thing. Um, of course, I think that my career alone has been built off of networking. I had to teach myself how to network, and I had to teach myself a lot of things about about my specific industry because. Every time I try to open my mouth and, you know, I'm a very humble person. I hate to call myself that because I feel like people who call themselves humble are not humble. Yeah. But I really am, though. And I feel like um, like I had to, you know, 
throw my pride aside and just walk in and just ask people like, hey, so this is what I want to do. Do you have any advice for me? What you think I should do? Do you have any advice about my work? Like, should I change something? All they had to do, all they told me was that my makeup was ghetto. They ain't never tell me how to fix it. They ain't tell me how to meet certain people. What I had to do, all this other stuff. I had to figure it out on my own. But me finding that out and just doing trial and error, I feel like it has gotten me into some of the craziest, highest, I mean, good paying jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times, I don't, I'll be good. I mean, even though I do take jobs, but I'll say I'll do one or two jobs for the week, and I'll be good for the rest of the month. Oh, come on, preach, preach! Up. Now I still go. I'm gonna still go give me a little check here and there. And so you don't think that um there are any classes that you could have taken that could have gotten you here? Um. Th- <sighs> No classes out there can teach you uh, humility. Okay. They can't teach you um, drive. They can't teach you dedication. Okay. Consistency. All they can do is show you a skill. And even that, you have to possess that on your own. Because you can, if you already know something, like say, for instance, if you want to do something, if it's not in you, it's just not in you. That's a fact. If it's just, I mean, period. You could want to do it all you want to, but if it's not in you and you're not even, you never had an interest in doing it, for the most part, you, it's not going to work. Yeah. And people can pick up on that energy. Like, I, I tell people that all the time. Like, people think that my job is so easy because it looks like I'm just doing makeup and just going home. Right. But you have to realize, like, I have to deal with people's personalities. I have to deal with, I have to have patience. Like, people. And you have to be knowledgeable of every single different person that's in front yes, of you. Yes, you have like, to be knowledgeable. You can't just take your personal makeup kit and be like, all right, let me do your makeup. Yeah, and you have to take your time and learn about um, just different, how to how to treat people's skin and how to treat, um, you know, how to talk to people. It's just it's just something that I've learned over time. And you, do you think you had that before learning the, um, like the trial and error that you went through? No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't have none of that. Honestly, um, me doing makeup has really, really, really changed me as a person. Just, um, just the way I deal with things. Like I, I've gained a lot more patience. Um, my time management have gotten bad just because, um, me working on the type of stuff that I work on. Nobody's ever on time. And it's like drastic, like two, three hours late. Yeah, that's crazy. So my time management sucks because in my head, I'm always so used to just showing up places late because I know I'm going to be waiting there for a long time. <laughs> it ruins you. So that life. sucks. But um, other than that, I do feel like it has helped me over time, and I did not know a lot of this before I started. You know, so I I don't know why, but I feel like I was always professional even before I started working a job. And that's you could like- have been... And, got, that, and that's no shade. It's it is. No, what it I'm is. not. This is not me speaking out against you. This is me no. I I ain't taking that as oh, okay. what you know. How I told you the other day. I don't say. <laughs> so. This is just me sharing my experience of a person that has a degree versus a networking. Okay. So I think that yes, you're right. I think that you can't just always know like professionalism and time management. But I do think that I had a lot of experience that made me make mental notes like, oh, I ain't doing that. Yeah. I ain't better than But I will say that I didn't really truly understand the value of network until after I got a degree. Now, I do feel like 
even with a degree, you're not guaranteed nothing. I learned that the hard way. So when I was yeah, in college, no. I used to be like, I know I ain't going to have no problem finding a job. Because you know me, I was getting job left and right. Yeah. But there's a complete difference between working at Bloomingdale's versus like running a corporate office and doing campaigns, stuff like that. Yeah. So I personally think that um, degrees can get you in certain doors, but networking is what's going to get you there. I totally agree. But I do think it all, like, uh, as the meme said, the meme said, Networking can get you indoors that degrees can't. It all depends on what door you're trying to open. Yeah, because, it, that is true though. Because I feel like cause there are a lot of people who want to work in my job, and they may very well have the soft skills and the mindset to do it, but they don't have the degree. Yeah. So it's like now what? So I just think, but somebody like me who wants to do makeup, I can't just take my little degree and my resume and be like, come on. I got to kind of show them, like, listen, this is what I've done. And networking in the aspect of having clients and having personality and making yourself visible. Yeah. I don't really have to do that. I can just put my submit my little PDF, yeah. tell them what I've done, and then pray I get a fish back. Now, I will say this. I feel like um, me not having, an agree- having a degree does kind of, like, bite me in the ass in certain situations. And what I mean by that is just, like, when it comes down to business aspects as far as, like, filing taxes, um, doing all type of stuff. I mean, stuff like that I can probably learn on my own. Yeah, because I didn't learn that in college. But um, just being in school, depending on what I was taking, um, I can learn different business, like, ways to run my business, better ways, instead of me just winging it. Um yeah, it does kind of sharpen you a little bit in that aspect. Yeah, you can always tell people who um, weren't professionally trained because, I mean, not to throw no shade, but I'm going to throw shade again about this because I just don't understand this. Um, just like certain hairstylists, they don't shampoo their clients. <laughs> so people who professional, who were professionally trained, they know, they're they know that there's no way that you can do a hairstyle of any kind without clean hair. No, you're absolutely right. You're right, actually. You, you know, know, I will say, I always say that college polished me because I was a young rapper. That's the word I'm looking for. Polished. It definitely can, like, degrees will definitely make you a more polished person when it, for the most part. Yeah, because think about it, college, outside of grade school, college is a four-year plan to do whatever you're trying to do eventually. Like, for example, I had to create multiple businesses, and I had to go through the process of planning and analysis and marketing and all the other stuff to present in front of a tough professor. So, Mm. it wasn't no time to play. It was kind of like, do you want to pass this class? Yeah. You got to kind of, like, even when people think about, when you think about all the useless classes people say we took in college, like certain complicated math classes and science classes, yeah, I'm not using that stuff now, but it kind of got my thinking skills together. It made me understand, like, all right, this is how I separate what's important and what's not, and what yeah. I need to prioritize over what. So I do, I agree. I do think that, um, it's even at some jobs I've had, there are some positions that didn't require a degree, and you can always tell who, who those people are. Mm. And I, and I and I don't mean to be that type of person, but you can you can always tell. Like I met people, and I'd be like, I bet she do da da da, and then she tell me, I'm like, I know. I <laughs> you gotta feel out that vibe. Um, I do feel like um, in, in my field, us going to school or getting a degree per se is equivalent to working at Mac. Okay. So in the makeup world, if you've worked at Mac or if you're a previous Mac employee, especially if you were there for years. Um, a person who works for a certain TV show or a certain production company or whatever like that, they look at you on a higher scale because they know that you have that um, Mac background. The discipline. Yeah. Does it apply if you work for Sephora or Morphe or anything? No. Like that? Oh. 
And it's no shade to them either. You work at Sephora, you work at Morphe, you work at all these other show stores. That's cool. So Mac is like the goal. I Mac you is the to goal. Before you was even really doing makeup. Yeah, Mac is the goal. And the reason why I say that is because they have deep, deep, thorough training. Like the first when you get hired, they had we had a six day training from ten AM to six PM. Each day we learned about something different on the face. So we didn't do the whole face in one day. We had to learn about face shapes. We had to learn about eye shapes. We had to learn, like, um, skin textures, how to treat each skin texture, what to do. We had to learn about all the finishes of the foundation. And let me just say this. MAC is the only brand out there that has foundations for with every single finish. Okay? MAC probably has, like, nine different foundations. What do you mean? I feel like matte finish. Matte finish, satin finish. You have a mineral foundation for people with sensitive skin. You have a oh, sheer great. coverage. You have um, cream foundation for people who need who have textured skin or want a more full coverage. They have an even fuller coverage cream foundation for film and TV. They have come on, Paul. Um, a liquid for people who have. Um, in between skin tones. So say for instance if you're um if you're of like Asian or Indian descent, sometimes they don't make shades that are olive like that for most brands. So like if you're Indian, of course, you have you may have like extreme redness in your skin. Native in your American skin tone. or Indian? Indian. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, sure. <laughs> no, nah, I know the difference. But um <laughs> uh you may not, they may have certain olive tones or whatever that don't, um, they don't make foundations for. So they have a foundation called Matchmaster that has color changing tech- technology in it that will kind of form to your skin tone. Like, they, they, Mac is the goal. I know people are so hooked on like using black owned brands, which is cool, or, yeah. you know, just more independent brands, but Mac is just always going to be top of the list. And then they also taught us, like spent days on how to address people. Like if you That's see, how like Apple. Yeah, they they we Apple had a taught whole me day. empathy. For real, for real. Like yeah. that was something that we really like go hard on every single day. Like really having an understanding for what people are dealing with and to show them that you do care. Yeah. And you were going to help them. Like they use the word empathy all the time. It's all crazy. The time. Like you like instead of the regular person, the average person, um, you know, they will be like, Oh, she light skin. <laughs> oh, she dark skin. Um, they they had us using terms like we had like terms that use like golden. You have Ooh. a more golden skin tone. You're Melanin. it's more fair, a deep. We don't say dark skin. We say she have a more deep skin tone. We don't say That's yellow. How it should be. I like yellow that. bone. You know how they say <laughs> red bone, yellow bone. She yellow. We don't say that. We it's say more marrow. golden or <laughs> more warm or more cool skin. You know, yeah, and stuff like that. Like I just can't walk up to somebody that's really pale and be like, "Yeah, she's she looks alabaster." You need some sand, alabaster. Yeah. What's that? That's alabaster is like the lightest color you can be. That's what you gotta say at Mac. Yeah. Amen. That's the that's the color next to white. Okay. (laughs) That's how pale it is. I got you. Now I understand. <laughs> you know, I, it really, because now I'm sitting here thinking about this, and there are a lot of industries that require certification, but I don't think it's cool for people to, like, that. to me, that meme was wrote by somebody without a degree. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Because the fact that it was like, read it again. No, it depends on what, and I don't mean to be defensive because I have a degree, but I didn't want to go to college. So that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I felt like I kind of had to if I wanted to make the kind of money I want, and I wanted some, like, job security. But I just don't think it's cool to be kicking it, like, 
oh like to be on one perspective be like oh you ain't got no degree Ew. yeah but, yeah yeah there's people no. making let me say something the billionaires in this country didn't go to college yeah that's a fact and i agree but i also feel like say for instance if you're a pi uh, um person right we're in a day and age where you don't necessarily have to go to college to be that. Yep. But if you did go to college, you will be skilled on knowing the proper protocol on how but, to do things. But maybe networking can get you that skill set, though. You know what I'm saying? It can. But you're but right, though. Also, I, think- I feel like... I feel, I don't know. I feel like I'm not talking down on people that didn't go to school to be PR, to do PR or anything like that. But realistically, it's just some stuff that you need to know because just me being around um, celebrities a lot and looking at their assistants and PR and managers. Not professional. And it's not professional at all. Um, and I have been around people that are professional. That's that's why I know. And I also have friends that have degrees in that field and they work in that field. And I just see the different tiers of work that they do opposed to certain other people. You know, people. you're right, though. And I think a lot of people that don't go through the certification or the schooling for it, you kind of learn on the spot. Yeah. It's like, like, let's say PR, for example. I have a client. I'm learning right along with them. Which one me to say? Which one yeah. me to do? What should I do? Versus going out there and being like, you know what? I've, I've seen this before. Like, even in my current job, one of my minors was supply chain management, which I just, I let a teacher finesse me and studying that stupid job. No, it's not stupid. It's just not for me. But it's so funny because in my last position, I saw so many references of, like, documentation and legal guidelines that I learned in college, and I already knew what it was. And I'm like, oh, mm. say less. I remember this. <laughs> Oh, come on, boo. It's a hazard on that ship. Period. <laughs> yeah, no. But, yeah, I just think it's, I think it really does apply to what people are doing. And I, there are so many things that I wanted to do that I didn't feel like required a degree. Like, I really wanted to be in radio. We ain't going to go I really wanted you to do that. Because I, I just felt like, no, and the only reason is because you've been talking about that since we were in, like, elementary Kids! School. It was my life dream, y'all. Yeah. It really was. Like, Alicia lived by the radio like she listened to the radio faithfully. i still do i'm the reason why I st- why they still had a frequency oh, i don't i never listened to the radio <laughs> ever Let me tell you, i love the radio so i really used to man i still feel like i got a chance let me tell you something shout out to l'oreal from um angela yee's lip service now she's on the morning hustle um but they, they don't broadcast in atlanta but she actually was on love hip hop for a very short time i think that me and l'oreal might be the same age but let me say so she is doing her thing and um so she was i've learned of her because she's one of angela yee's best friends and she's on the Lip Service podcast, and she's very funny. She has a podcast called The Blenders. Anyways, I really admire her. I just think it's super dope because we are the same age that she just got in radio. Yeah. Now, granted, she's already established her career in the industry. She has a lot of connections, but I know she got this stuff because of what her work that she's been putting in. So when I see her, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. And she just yeah. moved here. It's just really dope. So, Loria, if you ever want to come on ODI podcast, you got an open invitation. Pull up, sir. Pull up, sir. Pull up, sir. But no, I just think it's super dope. But I let that boat ride because I, I need, you know, for me, it's been the money. And I should, I hate that I let money determine for me. Yeah. Because I would have kept pursuing it but um, i just didn't see an easy way from not easy i didn't see my opportunity to get in so i just let it go that's also another reason um why i feel like i said before that somebody real ghetto said this around me one time but it is kind of true though <laughs> <laughs> they said a network or that shit don't be on you it be in it's you in you that's a fact that is a fact. Fact. Okay. I always ask myself, like, Alicia, why are you so or- why are you so organized? Where did this come from? It's in you. It's it in me. It ain't on you, baby. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, me doing the work that I do, me doing makeup. When I first started, I wasn't getting paid a dime, okay? A freaking dime. I wasn't getting no money. I was working at a whole salon, 
And this is my first job as a makeup artist, but I just knew that this is what I wanted to do. And in my head, I'm like, ain't nobody finna pay me because I don't got no work to show. Like, yeah. I need to have something to show for it. So after a while, I would start charging, but I would be charging like $40. Yeah. Come get your whole face done. People $40. charge that now. Oh. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that when when they say it's on you, I mean, it's not on you, it's in you. I believe that's I, a that's, that's uh, no, you're right. Because I you mean, because it's true. Because it, you have to want to do that. And I know a lot of people that just starting out, whatever field they in, and they're not willing to do the field work before they start taking on these big name jobs. Because my thing is, I'm like, okay, say for instance, say you do um, jump out the gate and you want to charge five hundred dollars for this. Are you going to produce five hundred dollars type that, of work? Though. People do. People people do that, but they don't know what they mean. All they know is somebody else charging it, so I need to be charging. And it too. you and you got to realize the type of work that they put in because you can't come in with me. And this is the reason why I charge what I charge because. I cannot be, and this is no shade, but I cannot be on the same level as somebody that has just started and they don't really know what they're doing. And then how does that sound that I'm charging the same but thing you know that what? you they charge? Don't, they don't think of like that. They think I'm good enough to that's charge so, what he's charging. No. That's insane to me. But you know what? You are absolutely right, man. There are people, there's people doing that. And no, I think I blame I the internet. I still feel like my rates is way too low. I blame the internet for that. Nah, you, you high poo. I'm just playing a lot. Who am I? I'm just saying. Do you think that if you increase your prices, are you going to eliminate a certain tier of customers or you don't really care about that? Cause you- um, I don't care about that because at the end of the day, um, who I, I'll tell people this all the time. Celebrities do. I mean, my regular clients pay more than my celebrities. Most of the time, if you ever see me working with a celebrity, it's because a we have a relationship, and um, you know that's just our vibe, but that's our relationship, and we have you know we have an understanding, and they okay with paying my rate. Or I'm getting paid through a company. So oh, if I'm yeah. I'm working for a certain production company or a record label that's paying me because most of the time they don't want to pay. They definitely, and it makes me mad. It makes me very, very, very sad. Cause it's like, you respect me enough to want to get my, my obviously you like what I do. You think it's nice. Why you don't pay, pay for it? But yeah. you quick to go buy this bag. I want right. bags too, sis. And they got crazy butts too. A lot of times. Like it, it's so disrespectful for you to sit in my chair with a Birkin bag. A Birkin bag is Worth more than my car. Well, not my car now. How much but minimum ten thousand. Oh, that's it. That's how it for a wallet, purse. How much the wallet costs? I'm just playing. I'm just, how do you know I'm not spending that kind of money. I that's what I'm saying. I know people with like fifty thousand dollar Birkin bags. Why you look like that? You just googled it. A used Birkin for twenty one racks. See what I'm saying? That's a car. That Hermes Birkin collab one ninety nine. That's a that's a car. You see what I'm saying? And what about one nine nine? I mean two hundred thousand dollars. Oh see, my god! So the thing about Birkin bags, why is ma- this so expensive? I'm about to tell you. The thing about Birkin bags is that they're an investment. So whenever you buy one, you keep it for years and it appreciates in value. So if you buy one at ten thousand, you'll keep it. It's like champagne. You keep it for about ten fifteen years. You can resell it for about half a million sometimes. Like Jeffree Star, I, w- I watched one of his videos on, on YouTube, and he has a collection of about 50 Birkin bags. Oh, my he God. He has a Bir- one of the most expensive Birkin bags in the world. And just imagine if he goes broke and has to sell that bag. He will never be broke. 
Never. I don't like that. So Girl, it's like change the subject. I'm getting uncomfortable. I'm so it's a it's a um. I don't even know. I hate I Google that because they don't don't add don't yeah, advertise so, to me. So when people <laughs> say something about a Birkin bag, that's like the biggest flex. But also, just don't sit in my chair with a Birkin, and you can't, you can't even pay. You know what I'm saying? And let's just and let's just talk about it because a lot of people be trying to keep prices under wraps, and I'm just gonna let people know. If you are requesting a in-home makeup service, it don't matter what state or city that you live in, it should not be under one hundred and seventy-five dollars at all. For so that's for you to come to them. Yes. Okay. Because when I'm coming to somebody, I'm setting up a whole studio. vanity studio <laughs> in yeah. your home. I'm bringing my own lights. I'm bringing my own chair. Sometimes my own table. And I'm bringing something that usually people go to a salon or to the mall to get done. I'm bringing it into your home. And celebrities and people with, um, you know, celebrities usually are the only ones that request those type of things. Or they were before. But now that this has become just the norm for people to get their makeup done, you have to pay the same price as them. You got to pay to play. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's fair. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't like that. I don't like I, you have to pay the same price as them. It's just not. It's just not gonna add up for not. And one seventy five is cheaping your cheating yourself out of money. To be honest, let's um getting back into the um subject. What do yeah, you? Yeah, sorry, I got I, no, 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 no. You're fine. Do you? What was it? What was the networking opportunity that got that you feel like really like spearheaded what you're doing now? Okay, so booking my first, um, my first. Like, do you feel like your celebrity clients is what what got you up? Yeah, okay. and that's because the people like to see that. Yeah, um, it, it ain't even necessarily that I just was like coming out the gate like, oh, I want to be a celebrity makeup artist. I did, you know. I, I think that I just looked at it at, as the art. Like I wanted to create stuff that people didn't do. Like I see a lot of different. Um, just from my perspective, I see a lot of different styles of makeup and a lot of that stuff doesn't come from black people, especially from where I'm com- where I come from. You just usually seeing like everyday style makeup and people don't see editorial and stuff. You see in Vogue magazine and just real creative stuff on coming from somebody like me. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I could be in that lane, but however, in order to be seen or for people to like you, of course, they're going to, Oh, who you work with? Let's see who you what clients yeah. you got. And people ask me that all the time, like, oh, what all celebrities you work with? Like, and I'm not gonna finna just go, go down the list. I don't. I'm yeah. like, you can go to my Instagram or my website. I can and see, but I mean, it's a lot of people. Like honestly, even more people that's on my site. But when I first did my um, first celebrity client, um, <clears throat> this is when I was working at that salon that I was telling y'all about. Um, I had a client come in. She got her hair done, and the whole time she was getting her hair done, um, I was just having a conversation with her. We was laughing. We was talking about food and all type of stuff, Atlanta stuff, and we were just talking, and she just felt my vibe. Like, she just liked how I presented myself, I guess, and she was like, you know what? I want you to do my makeup. So then she got her makeup done by me, and at the time, I was a really big fan of Iggy Azalea, so I ended up um, getting in a car with Zay, and we were on the way to Little Five Points to the record store because that's where you had to buy her concert tickets at. Mm-hmm. We were on the way to buy tickets, and that lady called my phone and asked me to do Iggy makeup. That was the craziest really? thing, I swear. I was, I, I'm like, is this a joke? And you was like, I remember that look. You don't do makeup, nothing like that no more. No. But at the time, that was good because people weren't really doing makeup. It's been like, for real, for real. Yeah. People thought it was good, but it was just crazy. Like, and from that moment, 
she put me on to, you know, other people like she all the time. I think that in, in, in this industry, it's not about your skill at all. Let me just say that again, because people think that people be beating themselves up because they don't do makeup that good. It's not even about that. In this industry, it's not about your skill. It's about how you maneuver. Like, if you messy, if you can't take criticism, like constructive criticism, if, you can't, if you're not patient, you will not go far. If you don't have no personality, if you dry, they you will not go far. You, out, Draco. you don't been out the country. That's what I'm saying. And that's all because of the way I know how to conduct my business. I, I sure do be getting mad at my clients. I get irritated. I get frustrated. But I don't let that show. I, I do that in privacy in my own home while I'm counting them, them yeah, hundreds. Friends. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just I just be counting. While I'm counting the money, I'll be mad. But I'm just saying, like, in general, you just got to learn how to. Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. You got to learn how to conduct yourself See, in, in settings like that. I, um, You know, I I agree. I, with, with my experience in my job, networking has helped me. You know, I don't even, I won't even call it networking for me. I just meet people. That's just really, I mean, yeah, I guess that is networking, but I don't, is do, networking I don't do it with the intention of using it for something. I do keep up with them with the intention of kind of getting some inspiration or maybe I do need to connect. But I think my personality is what has really helped me a lot in my career. Like, let me tell you, I haven't built some crazy relationships with vice presidents in my company, like senior directors, directors. Like when I, you know, my last day of my job was Friday and I had senior directors coming up to me telling me that they were happy for me. Mind you, I'm leaving See? the company. You know what I'm saying? And that's because of the type of person that you are in your relationship. And it's, I feel like it's and a my difference. And also, <laughs> uh, let me say that while it's on my mind too. Asking somebody to put you on is not networking. It's, oh my! But people want that though. They don't want to go through the um process that you. But sometimes, do oh, you think, put me do you on. think it's not, okay to put people on? Sometimes though. Let me tell you something. I will tell somebody to their face. I'm not doing it. Dang, to their face. I will, and I don't, I, and I don't care. And this because, and, and what would you put them on to though? Maybe something lower level. Like no, what? I wouldn't put them on to anything. So how would you? You help know them? why? Because <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I'm not putting you, you the on. door closer. I'm, I am. I shut the doors. I'm dream killer. I got my dreams killed. Before. The door is closed. But no, you swear you need The only way that I can put comfortably put somebody on, and I ha- I do it all the time. Like I know, I ain't even got to tell about what how, what I put money in people's pocket. Like I have friends who I call to literally sit there, and I pay them out of my pocket for this. I have friends that that are makeup artists. You never do that for me. I will literally pay them mm-hmm. between $150 and $200 to look at a screen just to make sure somebody's not oily for 30 minutes. Who, where are you going to get that from? <laughs> okay. So I don't, I, I'm, I don't want y'all to think I don't Bag put people stopper. on. Backstop alert. Y'all, but, but the thing <laughs> about it is people are not professional at all. Like if I notice that you just so loud and sloppy and you come to work, smoking weed or smelling like weed or drunk or you just are a very confrontational person your kid is dirty your brushes be dirty oh, you Lord, dress that, real sloppy on the work have, please don't have a dirty kid you dress real sloppy you just do sloppy stuff like i cannot put you on to anything yeah, yeah you probably got good work and you probably talented as hell but I can't because I can't be sitting there worried about if I tell yeah. you to do something, you're going to go on there and be messy, going to run out or I, whatever the case may be. Name dropping. Making you look bad. Like, Making me look don't, bad. Don't bring nobody else up in here. No, you're right. And that has happened to me before recently. Like, I've gotten people jobs before and they, you know, people, people be real passionate when they need something. Yeah. But then you get an opportunity, they will straight up embarrass you. Let mm-hmm. me say something. I'll figure included. it out. Let me pick my people on my own. No, you're right. You're right about that. 
Yeah, you just kind of, people really will have you out here looking crazy, man, for real. Mm-mm. It's embarrassing, actually. And a lot of people, a lot of people be asking me, can they be my, um, can they be your assistant? Uh, my assistant or work under me. And I'll be turning that down, too, because for one, I can't just bring a random person on set with me. I have to build a relationship with you. You're right. At this point, I just, I, I just, like I said, I use people who I know for sure are professional and they're going to appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? They, they. I don't care about that. I like even, and I'm the type of person where if I put you onto something and then they end up being your client, that's fine because you probably are more available for them than I am. I'm gonna move on because I know I'm gonna get some some uh, something again. Look, we you know? know. No, that's good that you look at it that way because I, I think if I was, and I, obviously I'm not cut out for the industry that you in. I have accepted that, <laughs> but I just would be salty. Not, I won't make a scene, but I'm like, dang, I wonder why she went to her instead of me. Or you know how Barbara yeah. and Stylus be. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't like make them feel uncomfortable about it. Some of my clients, though, especially clients that I've built a relationship with, I definitely will feel some type of way. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said, it's a business and it's not personal. Like you went to this person because of a specific reason, whether it's because they charge less than me or you like that work better than mine. It doesn't matter. And that's good that you were confident. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. I'm going to be mad for five minutes, but Jesus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I had one of my clients. Um, she, she apologized to me because of, um, because recently she decided to go with another artist and, um, I wasn't mad about it. Like when mm. she posted the pictures and um, she had a photo shoot, she did like an album cover and all this other stuff. And I, I DM'd her. I was like, "You look good. Like this look good." She said, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Do not apologize to me. Like I don't even That's want you good, to though, feel bad. That. Like I don't feel bad about that. I'm like, it is what it is. It's business. Like I'm not mad. I still respect you. I still love your music. I still love who you are because you definitely." Are somebody who helped me get to where I am, and I look at it in all situations like See, that. Thing, a lot of people ain't like that though. Even if I did your makeup one time, if I did your makeup one time, and I'm able to use that, use those pictures or whatever, and that gets me business. All right, my job is done for real, for real. If you come back, that's always a blessing. But for real, for real, it's like you help me where I get where I'm going. It's okay. It's humility. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. good. The thing is, some people they'll call you out, they'll check you, they'll be doing all that extra stuff. It's just unnecessary, yes, man. You can't. Let me tell you something. So, the end of the day, really, it's work ethic to get you indoors. That <laughs> networking and degrees came. Yeah, work. Because <laughs> you might can get in that door, but how are you gonna make sure you stay in that room? Period. And baby, let me tell you something. Hmm. I'm gonna be in the room. <laughs> I might crack a smile, but ain't goddamn thing funny. <laughs> <laughs> Periana, yeah, I, it's just it's so funny how different our careers are because my job is it's so structured, and if I want to make a move, I express it and I prove it, and then I, I got to make a good impression. But I don't feel a lot of my networking is just my work itself. But mm. that's cool. I still feel like I'm in the wrong wrong business, but. and that's fine. You'll figure it out. I am. You'll get I'm gonna get paid on the way. You gonna get what? I'm going to get paid along the way while I figure it out. Yeah, so. just go, you know, do what you need to do. But you'll figure it out soon. It ain't no shade. Hmm. Somebody just DM me saying, I'm waiting on a new episode. We are literally recording right now. Please. Literally, honey. Sorry, y'all. The thing is, y'all, it's, this is the thing. We both are, we are <laughs> both human and we both are very busy people. So even, even. If we are busy or aren't busy, sometimes we just be tired. Yes, and while this is a job, our paying jobs take a lot of our time. And imagine 
I mean, I don't really know no other way to do it. Like, people's schedules vary. We still have lives to live. Not that this podcast is not a priority because it absolutely is. We wouldn't be yeah. still doing it after all this time. But it's not easy to coordinate two different people who live on different sides of town, do different kind of schedules, and, you know. And I don't. I personally don't like recording when I'm tired because I feel like I'm, tired I'm right not now. really engaged in the conversation. So, and if I'm tired right <laughs> or if I don't feel, if I feel like I, I, I'm going to be like that, I just won't do it. Yeah. You know, so well, I just I'm feel sorry, like. I'm sorry, Draco. I'm really tired. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to edit this part out. Or leave it in. Or leave it in. Dang. I can't be f- f- imperfect. No, okay. No. But at the end of the day, I just feel like the whether you're networking or you go to school, it's all about what you're trying to do. A doctor cannot network themselves to give me a pass for pass <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Like sure. you know what I'm saying, but I do think that you that don't way have y'all to, on parts now. <laughs> that you you don't need a degree to run a business, but you do need work ethic and you do need some kind of experience. You need to know how to navigate this world. You can't just pop up with an idea and think that you're gonna take off overnight. You kinda gotta build that up. And that goes with anything. You can't just turn on the stove and have creme de la creme. Mm. I don't think that's what I was supposed to say. But I'm just saying like you have to learn to cook, you have to learn to dress, learn to learn to paint the house. There's just things that come with experience and you can't just pop up out of the scene. I know social media makes it appear that way, but there's a process to everything, whether it requires education, experience, or just listen to somebody give you feedback. You need to take all that in and do what needs to be doing and be the very best at it because you're not the only one that's doing lashes or putting on makeup or um, or, or painting rooms or cleaning carpet. You need to be professional. You need to be polished. And you don't have to really be polished per se, but you need to have, if you have a target audience, you need to do what that target audience is demanding. Yeah. If you be an unprofessional, hood rats might like that, but not Alicia. Yeah. And if you feel like you want, even even if if you know you're not 100% ready for something that you're trying to ask somebody to do for you, you can always ask for advice, especially a person like me. I would give anybody advice on how to be, you know, whatever, like be a good artist or whatever, but I always can't just put you onto something. I can definitely lead you to the water. But I can't make you drink. You better drink, drink all the water either. you can because all that soda you drink can make your skin break out. You make your insides cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of skin, we got some fire skin stuff that I can now use. Oh, did you? We went to Lush. Oh, did we? I'm not you. I got that as a gift. Oh, sucks. Yeah. All right, y'all. Obviously, this episode has come to an end. So, in 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 closing, maybe out, we shouldn't have doubled up today. In closing. In closing. Listen, be the stop being unprofessional. Do what you need to do to do what you want to do. Yeah. And stop degree shaming and people with degrees stop deg- shaming Please people who don't have one. Let me it is what it is. I know, I know somebody right now with an MBA working in a call center. Now, that's not the downplay of call center, but let's be very clear. We know that she do not need to be in there, but she don't sure. know how to get herself out of it. So it's it's a lot more to it than those books that you study. There's a lot more to it than just being knowing how to put on eyeshadow with a cut crease. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and if you're right. trying to be in the industry, cut creases ain't going to cut it, baby. Oh, and I... Alright y'all It's been another episode Of OD Podcast Talk to y'all next week Next week I promise I'm gonna be wide awake We are not gonna go to the mall And then go sh- Oh gosh uh, anyway. anyway The queen Alright y'all hmm. Bye Bye